0: Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at HereYouAreAZ.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat?
2: Warning. The SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Star-Eyed Child Item number SCP-134 Object Class. Safe. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-134 is currently contained within a specially outfitted humanoid containment cell measuring 6 by 8 meters. Since SCP-134 is completely blind, special safety precautions must be taken with the room's furnishings. SCP-134 is reasonably accustomed to the position of all objects in the cell and navigates mostly from memory. SCP-134's room currently contains one single bed with additional mattress padding, one pink bed set including sheets, comforter, and pillow with Hello Kitty mascot print. Note, though blind, SCP-134 is able to feel the printed pattern and prefers it. One wardrobe and one chest of drawers containing clothes and youth extra small. All drawers are to be labelled in braille and in raised print English. One dollhouse with dolls and interior furnishings. Eight stuffed animals, three cats, two dogs, one giraffe, one dolphin and a panda. A selection of children's literature in braille. One chair and one table a craft station with modeling clay and building blocks. SCP-134 may request additional items, all of which must be approved by a staff member with level 3 clearance or higher. If any items are added to the room, SCP-134's handlers must be informed ahead of time to prepare her for the addition of something new to the environment. SCP-134 is to be tutored on a regular basis both in general education appropriate for the subject's age and in braille. Description SCP-134 seems to be an Asian girl between the ages of and with short black hair and a slight build. The subject seems normal in most respects and has all the biological requirements of a human child food, sleep, etc. However, Where SCP's eyes should be are two black pits, covered by a transparent membrane similar in appearance to a human eye's membrane. Ophthalmological testing has shown that the membranes are between 150 and 200 more times resilient than those of a normal, non-anomalous human. SCP-134 lacks eyelids and thus does not blink, nor can SCP-134 see anything through these black areas. Attempts to examine the back of SCP-134's eyeball have failed, as no retina can be seen. In normal lighting conditions, they appear completely black, but in darkness, very faint lights have been seen within them. Further study with long exposure photography and light amplification have revealed that the lights are actually stars and galaxies, visible as though SCP-134's eye sockets are somehow looking into deep space. To date, no astronomical formations have been recognized, though research by staff astronomer Dr. is ongoing. Sonar examination have revealed no unusual cavities within SCP-134's skull. However, confirming the presence of eye sockets being the remote termini, and intergalactic space being the remote termini. Parallax measurements indicate that the remote termini are between 20 and 2,000 meters apart, and are moving at between 20 and 40 times the speed of light. This does not appear to be linked to SCP-134's position, movement, or metabolism. Spectrographic analysis indicates that the remote termini periodically New location. The cause of this is not yet known. The shortest interval measured between shifts was 6 days, while the longest was 5 weeks. As of yet, no termini shifts have been observed in progress. SCP-134 has not shown any hostile behavior and seems unaware of any unnatural condition. SCP-134 shows behavioral symptoms similar to those seen in high-functioning autistic children, including patterned behavior and resistance to change. As such, SCP-134 have been assigned a childhood development specialist to help work with these issues. The specialist has suggested that proper childhood development requires a personal name, and has nicknamed SCP-134 Stella. SCP-134 has learned to associate being referred to by her SCP number with being subjected to physical tests, and becomes upset and less cooperative when this is done by individuals who have previously referred to her as Stella. Consequently, personnel are urged to not refer to her by name unless they wish their interactions with SCP-134 to be limited to interview sessions. The specialist has since been terminated from employment, for taking too close an interest in the SCPs assigned to him. Any staff referring to SCP-134 as will be severely reprimanded. When questioned about her eyes, SCP-134 claims no knowledge of any deformation, even when allowed to feel normal human eyes for comparison. SCP-134 has, to date, volunteered no information about parentage or identity, Though when acquired by the Foundation, SCP-134 was called SCP-134 has proven docile and cooperative, and as such, staff should display all the normal courtesy they would to any other guest. SCP-134 was taken into Foundation custody based on reports of a deformed child left at the orphanage in Yokohama, Japan. SCP-134 has been in Foundation custody since 2000- at which time orphanage staff claimed SCP-134 was years old. Since then, SCP-134 has learned conversational English in addition to the Japanese already known and has demonstrated facility with Braille, though instruction is ongoing. Thank you for listening. Intro music was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com punch-deck. Level 2 patrons or higher get early and ad-free episodes. If you want to join, you can find the link in the show notes below. If you have any suggestions, please leave them in the form down below. I will try to get to them when Season 2 ends. You can follow me on social media, and also rating, reviewing, or sharing always helps. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Are you interested in helping to teach machines how real people speak? When creating voice systems, a large amount of voice data is needed. Oftentimes, large companies that have this information do not release it to the public. Mozilla's Common Voice is a project to help make voice recognition unbiased, open, and accessible to everyone. Donate your voice by reading short sentences, or check the quality of other people's contributions. It's super simple, and you don't even need a good microphone setup, perfect English, or anything like that. In fact, accents and any other languages you may speak will only improve recognition. Contribute your voice to hashtag CommonVoice. Find out more at commonvoice.mozilla.org. That's Mozilla with two L's.